Hi, and welcome to the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. And I'm David Averbach, CEO and Publisher. Today, we're going to talk about Buyer's Guide 2021. We're going to go over all of the Apple products and accessories for Apple products that you should be buying this holiday season and that you can buy in time, uh, hopefully with some Black Friday deals or at least in time for the holidays. I can't believe we're at Black Friday already. <laughs> Where did time go? <laughs> I know. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. The year is almost over. Yes. What has happened? <laughs> um, so we're going to get into all of that this episode, plus give you some great tips and tricks for your Apple devices. Uh, and first, David's going to have a message from our sponsor. Yeah, we've actually got two sponsors today. Uh, the first one is, speaking of Black Friday, one of our sponsors has a really excellent Black Friday promotion, and that is Eargo. And Eargo, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, Eargo is the smallest in-canal rechargeable hearing aid on the market. So there's a lot of really cool things about Eargo. They're uh, hearing aids, like like the like I just said, they're very small. They're almost invisible. But what makes them really cool is you can control them with your iPhone. So you can customize them. There's different presets. So if you're on the phone, if you're in a restaurant, uh, and you can really fine tune it. Right now, they have a Black Friday deal where you can save four hundred and fifty dollars um, off of their latest and greatest Eargo Five. So check it out. It's Eargo.com. E A R G O.com. So that's our first sponsor. Number two sponsor is Withings. Withings is one of our long-term sponsors, and we have been using Withings products for years. I have a Withings smart scale that I've been using, I want to say since 2013, uh, and I literally can track like my gains and losses every day for years and years, and over time you start to see these cool patterns that emerge. It syncs with the app. Uh, so you have an app that over time you start to see patterns emerge of when you gain weight, when you lose weight, what health, whether you're working out. And so I really love my smart scale. In addition to just syncing with the app, it keeps track of your body mass index, um, all sorts of cool things. In addition to that, first of all, their scale is called body cardio. They also have what's called the BPM connect, which is a blood pressure monitor that's, uh, syncs with your iPhone, super sleek design, really easy to use. So if you're somebody who needs to monitor your blood pressure, make sure you check that out as well. Uh, and that's at withings.com. I really want to check out Withings Watch, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the one I didn't get into. It's one of my favorite smartwatches. And what makes it cool is it does not look like a smartwatch. It looks like a traditional watch. It has traditional, like, analog, uh, like, uh, band arms. What do you call the mm. things that keep track of minutes and seconds? Arms <laughs> sounds right to me, I think. Also... You know that that's why one of the things I really love about the Withings watch is that it looks like a classic watch. So Oh, I know. Because the Apple watch, I'm always sad about You that. have such a love-hate relationship with your Apple watch because it uh, it's it not, like doesn't, it looks like a computer on your wrist. You look yeah. like Dick Tracy. Yeah. Sorry, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this looks like a traditional watch, but it does still have smart functionality, mm -hmm. including keeping track of your heart rate, uh, and it has notifications. And it is also water resistant. So, and what's cool is it uses a traditional watch battery. I believe I should double check this before I talk, but I think it does so that you don't have to recharge it, which is really cool. That's amazing. You just yeah. like once a year swap out the battery. But I mean, I have to charge my Apple watch every day. Every single day. Yeah. So <laughs> Withings has some awesome stuff. Okay. I'm going to move on now to talking about 
our own offerings. Yes. Uh, I want to tell you all about our tip of the day, if you don't know about it already, because it's our free newsletter that is extremely popular. Uh, It's a great way to start learning about your Apple devices in less than a minute a day. We send you a tip in your inbox every morning, and you can read through it in less than a minute. It teaches you something cool you can do with your iPhone. We also throw in some Apple Watch and iPad and Mac tips, too, so that you know you don't miss out on those tips as well. Just go to iPhoneLife.com slash daily tips to sign up there. The cool thing about it, too, is that we make sure whenever there's a new software update to set, like immediately start teaching you how to use it. So right now, we're still teaching you how to use iOS 15, which didn't come out too long ago. So if you're wanting to make sure you're not missing out on all the new features, go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips. I have a tip that I wanted to share with you all because there were some issues with it. And uh, so I want to make sure that if you have fallen into the category of being frustrated by a specific new iPhone feature that you know how to get around it. And that's how to add the contacts widget to your iPhone. Have you added the contacts widget to your iPhone? No, I <laughs> actually read the tip originally, and I was I was excited because I didn't know I could do it. And then I followed the like, oh no, there's bugs in it, so I'm excited to hear the update. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the contacts widget is one of the new iOS 15 widgets. Um, Apple usually, for a lot of its built-in apps, has widgets, which are those little previews of an app that show up on your home screen if you add them and let you see certain information from that app. So for instance, the weather widget, you can see the temperature. Uh, So Apple added the contacts widget. You didn't have that before. Also, Find My has some widgets, which is cool. Like you can track friends that are sharing their location or air tags. And with contacts, you can see your frequently contacted people. And if you tap them, you see a view that shows you all of your correspondence with that person, including like links to messages, emails, um, it's a unique view that you don't get actually from the contacts app. Mm. So there's a compelling reason to add it to your home screen. But first caveat is there's no workaround for this. Apple chooses the contacts that show up in the contacts <laughs> widget and you such, can't change them. Such an apple. It's such an apple. So that's really annoying. And the second thing is there's been a bug where a lot of people have been having it just the contact widget not populate with any contacts at all. So I wanted to talk about how to add it to the to to your home screen and then what to do if you're having this issue. So if you want to add it, you just tap and hold on your home screen and tell, and you you want to do it like not on an actual app icon outside of uh, basically tap and hold on like nothing (laughs) on your home screen until you go into jiggle mode, your apps will start jiggling and there'll be a plus icon in the upper left corner of your iPhone display. Tap that, you'll be taken to all of your widgets views there. Um, If you type in contacts in the search at the top, that's a quick way to get to the contacts widget. Add the widget to your home screen. You'll have a button to tap to do that. And uh, if all goes well, you're done. If it's not populating with contacts, you're advised to delete the widget from your home screen, which you do by pressing and holding the home screen, tapping the little um, minus icon that will show up next to the contacts widget, delete it, restart your phone, re-add it, see if that does it. Make sure your software is up to date too. Um, iOS 15.01 or is it 0.1? I think we're at 0.1. So make sure you're up to the latest software update and um, basically like rinse and repeat until it's working. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to give you the uh, disclaimer that it has had issues for some people, but it's kind of a cool widget. It is cool. I think widgets are like, especially it's rare to have a widget where you have a unique view that you can't get anywhere else. That is cool. Yeah. 
So the find my one I've been trying out, by the way. How do you like that one? Because I have one friend who's sharing their location with me, and I was like, this would be kind of funny if, like, on my home screen, I can basically be stalking my friend at all times. And? But it basically says no location found on the widget all the time, and then when I tap it, it'll track her and then tell me. But I think the deal with that is is that um, – is that it's not like continuously tracking her. I've always had that with a Find My app. When I open yeah. it, it takes a while to load. So in a way, I'm glad because it would probably kill my battery if it was constantly tracking her lo- location. But you'd think it would show me at least just like the last known location, not say no location found. Yeah, that is weird. But that is my experience with uh, Find My as well. It's kind of frustrating because it happens a lot to me where it's like, I'll go try to find somebody's location, and it's like takes like thirty seconds to a yeah. minute to find it. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I don't care. I'll just text them and ask them where they are. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know. It's, <laughs> it's annoying. So the find my one, I actually, I feel like I want to troubleshoot that a little more. I wonder if there are some settings that I have turned on to preserve battery or location privacy or something that's stopping it from continuously going. I've like, always had that problem, and really? whenever that widget comes up on my screen, because it. I don't didn't deliberately add it, but it's in my smart stack, I believe. So oh. it does come up, and it's the same thing. It's like no locations found for anyone, and I'm like, cool, useless widget. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> we sound like such stalkers, like I having know. widgets on our home screen to like stalk all our friends. <laughs> um, that all reminds me of when David and I had our location shared from a conference for like years afterwards without realizing it oh my gosh um, i yeah i once shared my location with my ex-girlfriend for years and years without realizing it too <laughs> that's, that's way worse <laughs> that that was worse you are are i trust you with my location <laughs> yes okay um moving on i want to also tell you all about our premium subscription uh, that was <laughs> moving on, like Sorry. really moving yeah, on. Yeah, just to, to wrap that up. <laughs> From stalking and ex-girlfriends, now let's talk about iPhone Life Insider. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let us know how the contacts widget works for you, though. Yeah. Podcast at iPhoneLife.com is our email. We are wanting to help people resolve this issue because we've gotten a lot of a lot of people have been in touch with us to let us readers to let us know <laughs> that the contacts widget has caused them pain. So I do want to tell you about our educational service, and that's called iPhone Life Insider. If you sign up at iPhoneLife.com slash podcast discount, you get 10% off your subscription. Plus, if you are 60 years or older, you get a senior discount for an extra 10% off. And this service teaches you to master all of your Apple devices, including your iPhone, iPad, Mac, and Apple Watch. We also have AirPods content. And Mm -hmm. it's really the best way to make sure that you're um, getting the most out of these devices that you invest a lot in. So we have live online courses. You can join at any time, and we have some sort of live course going on where you can join other other students and have expert instructors teach you to get the most out of your devices. We also have in-depth guides. So if you buy an, a device such as an iPad or an iPhone, we have a guide ready for you that teaches you start to finish how to use that. You also can at any time go in and choose to learn about a specific thing with a device. For instance, if you're wanting to learn how to do iPad multitasking, you can go into our iPad guide and find content just for you. Uh, We also have video versions of our daily tips. So one minute videos that we send to you every day that teaches you just a quick tip on how to use your devices. We have an ad-free version of this podcast with premium content and you get a digital subscription to iPhone Life Magazine, including our full archive of over 30 past issues. 
you also get <laughs> um, basically tech support. If you're having an issue with one of your devices, contact us and one of our experts will help you find a solution. So if you go to iphonelife.com slash podcast discount, you can get a special discount to iPhone Life Insider and we hope you go check it out. All right, so let's move on to our buyer's guide. I think that um, we both have a lot of products that we want to talk about for different types of accessories. We also want to talk about Apple products. Yeah, I thought I'd start us out there because a lot of times we spend so much time talking about all the accessories, um, but there are some actually affordable Apple products that make good gifts that people kind of sleep on. Um, For example, one of my favorite gifts for Apple products is AirTags. Have you, do you have any AirTags or have you tried them? Yeah, I have tried them. They're yeah. so cool. They're and they're $25. So they're, you know, they're not cheap, cheap, but they're pretty affordable. And for anybody in your life that loses things, especially the keys are the classic place to put them or your backpack or things like that. There's, they work so well. You just say, hey, Siri, where are my keys? And first of all, they'll start beeping. But second of all, your phone will just guide you to your keys. Um, so those make a great Apple product. And in addition to that, um, you can get a pack of four for, I think, $100. And um, It's a good gift. It's a good gift. And yeah. also, for people who have them or if you don't, the other thing you do want to think through if you're getting them is one of the really annoying things, in my opinion, that Apple did is they didn't include a holder with the AirTag, which they should have. It would have cost them like an extra dollar for a little silicon holder, but they didn't. So then you have to think through if you buy something in AirTag, you have to think through where will they be using it and therefore what type of holder. Um, so Belkin has a good AirPods holder for keys. Uh, it's like a solid um plastic cover that's pretty protective nomad who is a sponsor of ours has a leather holder that looks really sleek um so those are two options as well so that you aren't giving somebody a gift that then they have to turn around and buy something those are yeah those are really good ones i just wanted to mention that um we're gonna go over a lot of accessories that probably are gonna have black friday deals so you should keep an eye out when that comes around but these apple products we're mentioning aren't apple doesn't tend to do black friday deals typically yeah so we'll have to see because they haven't announced them yet um but typically apple does not do very aggressive promotions for black friday so you can probably feel safe just buying them now yeah uh another you might want to buy them now to get them in time for the holidays because i've noticed with some products it's a there's a delay in shipping yeah that's a good point um another product is the homepod mini um homepod is one of those weird things where A lot of people don't even know it exists or what it is, but, you know, we're about to talk about speakers and smart speakers, and in my opinion, the smart speaker, if you want a smart speaker and you're an Apple user, HomePods are great because they work with Siri as opposed to having to then have a whole new ecosystem with Alexa. Um, How do you feel about HomePods? I know, I feel like you have mixed feelings about HomePods. I have mixed feelings. I think it was last year that I was like, the HomePod Mini, it's the perfect holiday yeah. gift because it's $100. So it's, it's you know, a nice gift for someone, but it's also worlds apart from most other Apple products, which you spend a lot more on. Like thousands. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I still think it's a good <laughs> gift, but I don't, I actually do like Amazon. Um, I like Alexa products better just okay. because... Uh, Alexa has more skills than Siri does. Siri works also, I feel like it works better on your phone than it does on the HomePod. Oh, really? I don't have that experience. I don't know. I I had issues with the HomePod. Um, 
Apple last year came out with the ability to recognize different voices with the HomePod, but that really didn't, that never worked for me. Like I tried to have a couple different voices registered to my HomePod. It didn't work out mm-hmm. and it was like really annoying every time. So there was just an, enough frustrations that I still feel like if I invested more time in like really learning how to get the most out of the HomePod, I could have, but it would just, since I also have an Amazon Alexa, Amazon Echo, yeah, it was just easier to like just go start using that, and I found that I liked it better. That's fair. I mean, I will say, so it, don't you have both? Aren't you an I Alexa have, and Siri? Household? I have both, and I like my HomePod so much better. That's why mm. I always bristle bristle at this comment because <laughs> I think that everybody talks about Alexa as being better because it has more skills. And it does have more skills, but it is less compatible with your iPhone. And so in my opinion, or in my experience, it worked, Siri worked so much better for me, both ease of setup, ease of use, and integration with my other products. That's true. In particular, I think part of one of the differences is that I have a smart home and I use Siri to control everything. And I had a really hard time setting up Alexa to do it. Um, and so that's that's part of it. Is It's like you just don't have to set it up because you've already set it up on your iPhone. You don't have to like import all of your settings because you already have an iPhone. But if you have a mixed household where some people have Androids, then you probably want to go with Alexa. Yeah. I'm, it's hard to argue with that. Like the Apple ecosystem, it's really nice staying within that for a lot of reasons. It just makes <laughs> everything simpler. But I yeah. also feel like you just had a weird experience yeah. that really colored it. But I someday I will try to convince you to try it again <laughs> because I feel like your experience was not the usual. It's just Maybe. something went wrong with your voice recognition. <laughs> yeah. Also, though, I do think that um, the HomePod Mini, while the sound is decent it's just it's not nearly as good as the regular home pod which is a lot more expensive but just for a hundred dollars you can get other mini speakers with better sound quality like the ue boom Wonder yeah boom. But, i like better in terms of sound quality but to me that just serves such a different purpose yeah like a, a speaker with better sound quality is de- like the smart speaker is its own thing but you know i agree the that's the trade-off is with the minis you don't have great sound quality I do think the new AirPods would make a great holiday gift. I agree. It's I love There was AirPods. an op-ed in Wired recently that just ripped apart the new AirPods. Basically oh, really? Being like, these are like for no one. You shouldn't spend on them. Uh, basically saying the, the main gist of it was that the AirPods Pro are better oh. and that you should get those instead. But I disagree. Oh, I totally disagree. I like that the, the design of the AirPods that they don't seal in your ears and I don't mind that they don't have noise cancellation. But basically it was kind of like, why did you, why did Apple produce new um, like wireless earbuds that are just worse than the AirPods Pro? Oh, um, yeah. And they didn't, I like, totally disagree. Yeah, but I still feel like, I mean, one, they're cheaper than the AirPods Pro. Yeah. And also, um, if you're not really using them for fitness, you might not necessarily want to be totally sealed off and noise cancellation might not be important to you. No, I explicitly like AirPods that don't have noise cancellation. Like if I am going on like a long trip, I have nice over-ear headphones with noise cancellation. AirPods to me are just throwing my ear. And first of all, I don't like the sealed fit. I find it uncomfortable. And second of all, I like to be able to have ambient noise around me because I'm often like have them in my ears while I'm like 
cooking or cleaning or around the house since people need to talk to me. And so I explicitly, Interesting. I explicitly don't like noise cancellation. Also, I feel like you do wear noise canceling at work. What does that mean? They are, are, you are, to, are you trying to tune me out, David? I didn't want to say it. No, actually, my, I don't do noise cancellation at work. Really? I no. feel like I'm always like, David, and you're across the room and no response. Okay, well, that's just a function of loud music, really. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I don't do noise cancellation at work. Really? Here's okay. the main reason. Can I tell you the main reason I'm excited about the new AirPods and I think they're a good gift? Yeah. I straight up lost my AirPods for a week. And I tried to use Find My, and it's like the dumbest thing with the old AirPods with Find My, where they're like, they will tell you, they will not beep until you find them. Like, <laughs> once you find them, they're like, good news, we found your AirPods. And I'm like, I know, I'm holding them. <laughs> totally. And I couldn't get it to beep. I couldn't find it. So the new AirPods have the, like, new Find My technology built in that is the similar thing to the AirTags we were just talking about, where you can actually find it, which is well, important. It's so the difference with old ones, it just made your AirPods beep. And it was like a quiet beep because there's only so loud they could get it to come through and it, a little it didn't the case didn't beep was really the problem it was the yeah, headphones beeped, like but like single one beeps quietly and so you have to be really nearby before you even hear it so it's just and, and the range isn't very far yeah Whereas the find my technology in the new ones you could do you could there's no location limit on that right because it's like just gps tracking so yeah it's not exactly gps but you can actually find it even if it is not connected to your phone nearby like you can use it like air tags to find it so it's a lot better but we have a lot of products to talk about today yeah what so, what's on your list so i wanted to talk about like the classic categories mm -hmm. headphones speakers smart home just iPhone essentials, like get, talk, go over some screen protectors and cases and things like that. Um, we have Mac gear too, a couple of things that if you want to splurge a little more uh, that we have some recommendations on. Also, iPad gear. So I've got a bunch of categories here. I, know, I see that you have some too. Cheap stocking stuffers does seem like a nice place to start too. Sure. Sweet. I just threw a few ideas out there. Um, number one, everybody I know could always use more cables. Are you? Do you fall on that? Like, I can never have enough iPhone charging cables. Yeah, or just wireless chargers, too. Just charging in general. Yeah, I mean, wireless chargers are a different... Um, will come later because those are expensive a lot of times. Yeah, that's true. Um, but just buying iPhone lightning cables for people... Um, it seems like a good stocking stuffer. In addition, like we talked about, if you buy AirTags for somebody, getting them a little holder for their AirTags. Um, what else did I have in my little list? Oh, pop sockets. I personally am not a pop sockets fan. Are you? Are you a pop sockets person? I went through a real pop sockets phase. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the um, Otter Pop case. Otter Box came out of the case with a pop socket built into the back, which is nice too. Because when you... Um, when you like close down the pop socket, it actually doesn't pop out from the back so far. Mm -hmm. Like in the OtterBox case, it uh, sort of goes flat, which is nice. Yeah, uh, it is really handy just for um, holding your phone and not dropping it. Like it does give you a nice grip. I am curious to try it now that it functions with MagSafe. So for those who don't know, pop socket is a little thing. It used to stick on the back of your phone with adhesive. Now it uses MagSafe magnets, um, but it basically pops out so that you can e both hold your phone e more easily and you can use it as a little mini stand. It's pretty affordable. They're very trendy. They look cool. So mm -hmm. that's one option that I thought would be nice in terms of just cheap socking stuffers. 
Yeah, I think those are good ones. Air tags themselves would be a good stocking yeah. stuffer too. Um, screen protectors, although that's actually not cheap necessarily. Uh, Belkin makes some nice ones. That I have a Belkin uh, screen protector on right now that I like. Yeah, my favorite, I agree. And not only are they not cheap, but don't get the cheap ones. It's not worth it. You're trying to protect your phone. And if you buy a cheap Amazon one, it won't do the job. So my favorite is Zag. They have, I've had the best luck with them. I, it, I don't know what it is. Like some brands have better luck than others. They all claim to have a really advanced technology that like can never break. And then I put them on my phone and they break. Um, I don't know that I've ever broken my actual iPhone screen though. So if the, if the glass screen protector breaks, it is in some ways doing its job. Zag I've had the best luck with. They have ones that block blue light, which is pretty cool. I was just going to ask you. So there's like blue light. There are privacy shield ones. Yeah. There's um, antimicrobial ones. That I have one that's antimicrobial, which is kind of like why not? It seems like a mm-hmm. good thing to you know try to make it more sanitary. But uh, the blue light, I've been reading a lot of things lately that say blue light blocking glasses don't work. Oh, that they're really? sort of like a, uh, you know, a hoax. gimmick. A gimmick. Um, okay. So I am curious about the um, the screen protectors that are blue light blocking. I think with the glasses, it's not that the whole issue of blue light, like that is an issue, but just that the the blue light glasses like aren't very effective. So I don't know if the uh, screen protectors are. I don't know. Or not. It seems I, like in a, some ways they like, can't hurt. I haven't noticed that the price point is that much higher well, or like, higher here, at all t- for the I'll, blue light ones. I'll tell you why it hurts a little bit. <laughs> it makes everything just a little yellow. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Which um, I didn't notice or mind, but my partner hated. So interesting. But even if you don't go the blue light, I do like Zag. They sort of invented screen protectors back in the day. I don't think they literally did, but they were one <laughs> of the industry, early industry leaders. Um, so I, for screen protectors, I think that's always a great gift, especially if somebody doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, cases. What is your go-to case recommendation right now? You know, I really like Spec. Spec okay. has oh, cases yeah. that have they're they're nice because they're actually good stocking stuffers too because they're a decent price point. They're usually in like twenty thirty dollar range. They have uh they're they're pretty slim, and then they also have that lip on the front. So meaning that if you drop your phone on its face, you're less likely to break it, even though you still want to have a screen protector. So it has like the bases covered in terms of protection, and then they do a great job with having fun designs. Yeah. Uh, so so spec you should check out. It's S P E C K. I also I love OtterBox. OtterBox makes really good ones. The case that I have on right now is a MagSafe OtterBox case. They have a fun uh, fluorescent color, which I like. Um, so in general, those are two two of my go tos. What about you? Yeah, I like both of those. Spec the Presidio line. I like. It's kind of a nice balance of pretty protective, but not overly bulky and. Um, that's good. I have the Nomad. I've been recommending Nomad mm-hmm. cases lately just because they look a little bit more upscale in my opinion. They use premium leather in the back, but it's still protective, but it's, um, I like it. It looks nice. My main recommendation, if you're getting a case is first of all, don't go too thin cause then it's not worth it. But second of all, assuming they have a, a, a 12 or a 13, get a MagSafe compatible case. Because there are a lot of cases out there that are not MagSafe compatible, and then you lose out on a whole range of functionality that they could be using. So that's my main recommendation. And most brands have MagSafe compatible cases, if you pay attention. Yeah, a year ago, we wouldn't say this just because that would limit your selection so much, but now most companies have rolled out MagSafe. Yeah. 
One of the things I like about Nomad is it's MagSafe compatible, but it doesn't have the little ugly ring, which in my opinion is kind of ugly. Um, If you're watching it, you can see right there. It's not the best. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's a look. I don't think it's like terrible, but I like that Nomad doesn't have that. Yeah. Okay, let's move into some of our higher ticket items (laughs) that are uh, a little more exciting. And hopefully if you're shopping on Black Friday, you can get a discount for some of these um, speakers and headphones, we always have fun talking about. We've already mentioned the AirPods, which I think are favorites of, of both of mm-hmm. us. But um, in terms of speakers, Marshall, I wanted to to point out as a nice either gift to yourself or to someone else because they have these kind of old school amp looking speakers that also um, they just have like amazing bass. Yeah. And I have one. I have the Marshall Woburn. It's 500 bucks, so it's a little expensive, but it has a premium leather. I got, like, the cream color leather. You could go darker brown if you want. Um, but it looks really nice. It, like, definitely accents the look of your house. Uh, but the sound quality is just, like, really, really good. It's the best Bluetooth speaker I've used. Um, but uh, Nicholas, one of our writers who is super into audio gear, he's a musician. He highlighted one of the other cheaper Marshall speakers. Let me just flipping through the magazine here to find it. Um, it's like a little handheld one. So it is $199, the Stockwell. And so if you're wanting that Woburn or the Marshall sound for a cheaper price, you can find it there. It's 20 hours of battery life. It'll also be a little more portable, whereas the Woburn is not. Yeah, one of the things I recommend is if you're thinking about speakers for somebody thinking through, or for yourself, thinking through the use case. Because Bluetooth speakers are great because they're portable. You can take them around your house with you, or you could take them you know, to the beach mm-hmm. or wherever. But if you have, if you want it to mainly be in your home and mainly be in one room, I really love um, AirPlay. So AirPlay means you can stream wirelessly through your through the internet. So through Wi-Fi, it's better sound quality, uh, and you don't have to deal with the constant pairing and unpairing of speakers, which can drive me nuts. So there's a wa- lot of AirPlay compatible speakers now. Um, Sonos makes some excellent ones. Obviously, we talked about the HomePod. There's a wide range of them, but thinking through the technology behind the purchase, because Bluetooth is great. Um, my personal favorite is the UE Boom, which is like a hundred bucks, give or take. Uh, and that I have, and I love just like whenever I travel, it's like the size of like a little like hairspray can or something like that. And I just throw it in my bag, but for my home. It's really nice to have at least one like nice sound quality speaker in your home that you can use to uh, play music, and I recommend that's an AirPlay speaker. Yeah, um, I think that Jabra is another brand that's good to mention that I've done like head-to-head comparisons of the Jabra sort of same sort of like pop can size speaker against Ultimate Ears or UE. Yeah, um, and I do think that. Ultimate Ears is better. Jabra tends to be a little bit cheaper, though, which is good. And I do think, like, a lot of my friends have Jabra speakers, and I do think that you get good value out of that. Like, it's this, the sound is pretty good. Yeah. They have a few different Bluetooth speaker options. They also have some pretty low priced headphones that are, that are also good. So, Jabra, I would say, if you're looking for, a portable speaker or some nice wireless earbuds or on-ear headphones. They have a pair of like $100 on-ear headphones that are good. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's they're not high-end, but it's like it's a good brand if you're not wanting to spend break the bank. Next, I wanted to talk about 
specific gear for different devices. The iPad and Mac were ones I had in mind. Mm-hmm. So for the iPad, I think that having some sort of stand in your kitchen, especially for the iPad, is awesome if you use your iPad for recipes. And so we, one of our writers, Amy Spitzfadden, both, she did an iPad gear roundup and she talked about this 12 South hover bar, which I thought was really cool. You can attach it. You can either have it upright, just like on a, you know, kitchen counter, or you can attach it underneath a cabinet. And so it can, it has like an arm that comes out and you can uh, have it at any adjustable angle. So if you have that set up, Plus, you have your screen set to like not dim. You can just have your uh, recipe out like it's a recipe book while you're in the kitchen. It's also just nice to be able to control things like your music or podcasts or things like that from the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I think the iPad's a really good device for that. So I wanted to mention that. I also think if you have an iPad, you need to have a Bluetooth uh, uh, keyboard attachable keyboard and so if you don't have one or if you have a friend who has an ipad and who doesn't have one that's a really good gift Mm -hmm. um and bridge is a company that i really like b-r-y-d-g-e yeah i was getting they're my favorite too they really sleek keyboards yeah and i also zag has some good ones as well but i wouldn't personally go with apple's ones because they're just more expensive and from my experience they're not better okay i was just gonna ask you that because i do i'm i haven't tested out their newer the magic one. keyboard. Yeah, I it is tempting. I haven't tried the magic keyboard, but it's $350. Yeah, that's a lot. So I, to be fair, I haven't tried that one. The reason I don't like the Folio one is that it like crumples in your lap. And one of the nice things about having, like I use my laptop in my lap a lot and Bridge makes it easy to use your iPad like it's a little mm-hmm, laptop mm-hmm. Uh, with adjustable angles. You can set it on any type of surface. The Folio one, you can prop up at different angles, but it has to be on a flat surface. Otherwise, it kind of just crumples. That and makes so sense. so I don't – and it's in the Apple one. The Folio one is still more expensive than a lot of the other ones and, in my opinion, not better. The Magic one, I've heard – we actually just did an iPad course for insiders and um, a lot of our insiders – did splurge on the magic keyboard and were telling us how much they love it. Uh, but it's just hard to justify that much money. It is. It is. 350 bucks is a lot. Yeah. Oh, I know. Another good gift, though, would be the Apple Pencil. Oh, yeah. Especially the Apple Pencil, too. I know. I, I'm struggling to not just recommend a bunch of Apple products. I know. But, like, I will – let me just say, <laughs> if you really love somebody because this is expensive, Apple Watches are a gift that people tend to not – Apple – Watches are something that people often avoid buying for themselves because they're really expensive and they're kind of like, do I really need it like, category? Are they essential? Yeah. yeah, and they, they make a good gift because of that. Um, one other thing before we move on from headphones, my favorite over-ear headphones are Sony's <laughs> over-ear headphones. So I do recommend having a nice pair of noise-canceling headphones for like long trips or if mm-hmm. you're working in a coffee shop and you really do want to drown out the noise or if Donna's next to you and she's talking to you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, so uh, Sony is, to my, in my opinion, the best uh, combination of price to value. They're not cheap. I think they're like $350, or, but they've gone down in price total. They might be like $250, but they're really excellent sound quality and industry leader in noise cancellation. So really good speakers for the price, even though the price is expensive, less expensive than some of their competitors. You're like drowning out Donna's voice. It's priceless. <laughs> it's priceless. <laughs> uh, what about iPad gear? Do you have anything to add? Um, not too much. I tend to like folio style cases. Um, but those, to be honest, I sort of just moved in the direction, unlike say screen protectors where I really buy the top of the line. I tend to just buy them on Amazon now, like 20 bucks and they're fine. I don't have, 
I don't have a lot. Um, also, I though, love a lot of the keyboards sort of act as a screen, as a case, because they, like the bridge one, for instance, will uh, fold up like a laptop, so it's covering up the display of my iPad. I like to have a carrying case for it, but I wouldn't want like a folio case on top of that. No, I agree, but also, it, again, it depends on how the pe- person's going to use it, because for me... Mm-hmm. I want a keyboard for when I'm going to work from my iPhone but like or my iPad, but a lot of times I'm just casually browsing the web, and I don't need a keyboard. I don't want a keyboard. I just want to be able to be portable, and a folio-style case is nice for that. It's mm-hmm. more portable. It's lighter if you're not trying to do work from it, essentially. Cool. Yeah, so iPad gear, I think that covers for our Mac gear section – David and I both have a monitor that we really love, and it's definitely also an item that you'd be splurging on. But if you have a laptop, a MacBook Air or a MacBook Pro, it is really nice to have a bigger display when you're working, when you're mm-hmm. doing um, like heavier tasks than just you know checking your email at the coffee shop or whatever. So at our office at iPhone Life, uh, David and I both have the LG. Do you let me look up the name of it? I don't remember the name, but while Donna's looking it up, I'll tell you a little bit about it. It Apple partnered with LG to make this monitor, and so there's a few advantages that make it worth it. It's for, it's really expensive. Like this is something that is a a large splurge because I think it's like fifteen hundred dollars. Um, but Part of partnering with Apple means the color correction is the screen will match. So I have an HP monitor at home, and the color of my monitor versus my computer, because I have them both side by side, a dual monitor, it's really different, and it drives me nuts. So the colors all match. It's USB-C where you plug it in, and it charges your computer while it instantly goes onto the monitor. It just works. It's a really, really beautiful display. Um, so if you want to splurge for yourself or for someone else, it's worth it. It's beautiful, but it's it's a top of the line monitor. Probably not top of the line, but it's really expensive. How much is it? Did yeah, you see? it's a thousand dollars. Okay, and we're gonna link to it in the show notes. iPhoneLife.com/slash/podcast. The name of it is a bunch of like letters and numbers, and so it's like it's easier just to do it that way. Uh, iPhoneLife.com/slash/podcast to get a link to that. But yeah, I we we all really love it. Those in the office who have it. Um, also, I wanted to mention uh, as a Mac accessory that you might want is a ring light, ah. and that is for the age of Zoom. <laughs> if you are now either on FaceTime or Zoom or just doing more video calls for work or just you know living in the pandemic, um, you probably want to look as good as possible on your video calls. And I, I definitely have had the experience doing way more video calls than usual where you'll be like, oh no, <laughs> if you stumble <laughs> with some like, terrible lighting, it can be pretty harsh. So um, investing in a ring light can give you a nice glow um, and make you look a little more professional. Uh, we have a recommendation from our senior web editor. Let me pull up. Um, I also have one that I just found on Amazon. Um, but well, you're finding that I will share. Here. Oh, uh, here it is. Okay. C-Y-E-Z-C-O-R LED video light. And this one was just 20 bucks. The one I, I have is like 50 or something, but, um, really 
I don't think it's this is one of those ones where you have to worry too much about getting like the perfect brand. Like mm-hmm. I think that you like they have um, a few different settings. I like doing the one that has a kind of a gold covering to the ring light as opposed to they all come with one that has like a bluer one too. But I find the gold one's more flattering. So one more Mac product for you before we move on is a little bit cheaper, but uh, with a lot of Macs, unless you have the absolute newest MacBook Pro, you're going to be stuck with just USB-C. And so it is nice to get a dongle that has a bunch of different ports, uh, and especially one that has an Ethernet adapter, so you can use it at home for faster Wi-Fi, for faster Internet. Uh, OWC makes a really excellent one, as does Belkin. So those are two good options for you for that, for a Mac gift. I'm just <laughs> Cracking up, imagining opening a gift and being like, oh, a dongle, just what I've always wanted. <laughs> but it is really useful. It is, yeah. Some of these so gifts is, are practical. The, the, for the practical I, minded. I have been accused of buying overly practical gifts, so I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Please don't buy your partner a dongle for Christmas. <laughs> Words of wisdom from Donna. <laughs> My last section I want to talk about is smart home gear. Okay. Um, I know... David probably is going to have more recommendations than I do because he's really decked out his house with smart home I'm passionate stuff. about smart home gear. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a good one for also just looking out for Black Friday deals. This is kind of loosely smart home, but getting a smart speaker. I know that both like Amazon and Google are probably going to have good Black Friday deals. Uh, probably not with the HomePod. But those are really good gifts, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and you can get with Amazon, too, if you want to – go the Alexa route, you could get an Echo Dot for like really cheap. You can get one for under 50 bucks. Uh, and that makes a really good gift. Also, the Ecobee smart thermostat. I still am waiting until I have a living situation where I can use one of these. So you have to talk more about the features because um, I had a house before that had like a multi-zone situation that I couldn't set Oh, so you and, haven't experienced it. Yes. So it's awesome. I love it. Um, there's a lot of the smart home gear, I would say, is something that's for enthusiasts and that it's a little bit finicky and hard to set up uh, and hard to use. This is hard to set up. It's a real pain to set up. Really? But once it's set up, it's great. So basically, it programs your house. Uh, it's a smart thermostat, so it'll automatically adjust the temperature based on whether you're there or not, based on the rules you've set. It has little sensors that you can put in different rooms, and so you can program it. So what I do is, because I have an old home, and the stories tend to be very different temperatures, I'll have it so that at night it uses a sensor in my room to determine the temperature, but during the day it uses a sensor at home, um, downstairs. Um, what else does it do that's really cool? Oh, it's what what I like about it over, say, Nest is it's um, HomeKit compatible. So you can use Siri. You can say, hey, Siri, set the temperature to 70 degrees. And I'm going to make sure it didn't hear me. Good, it didn't. <laughs> uh, and it'll change the temperature. So you can use Siri to control it. And you can, because it's HomeKit compatible, you can use, you can build rules around it. So it comes with this little sensor. I also have that set up to control my lights in my house. So if I walk in a room, the Ecobee sensor knows I'm there. And then my next recommendation would be Hue Smart Lights, which I love. Um, they just there's a bunch of smart lights in the industry, like on the market right now. Uh, Hue is probably a little bit on the more expensive end, but they just work in a way the other ones are can be finicky. Like I never have any problems with my Hue smart lights. You can they come in a wide range. Some are just like turn on, turn off, uh, or adjust like how bright they are, 
or you can have like do you want warm light or cool light or do you want colors like those are the sort of your three options um and they work really well and you can use them again to like i can when i go to bed i go hey siri good night and it turns off all the lights in my house it changes the temperature for me and it locks my front door so these are the types of cool things you can do with a smart home yeah yeah um the last category i wanted to talk about i don't know if you have any others but just storage for your devices and stm is a company that has really good options whether you're getting a backpack to travel with and store all of your apple devices or just they have small uh carrying cases for things like your ipad so I wanted to mention that Sarah, I, who I mentioned earlier, our senior web editor, just got STM's latest highest-end backpack and just <laughs> gave me an unsolicited uh, like unpacking and tour of it yesterday where she was like, <laughs> unzipping every zipper because she was like, it's so amazing. It did have – it had shelves. Like from the side, you it would unzip and you could see it had like – different shelving in it but then you could also take it out if you wanted a bigger compartment to fit everything it has uh you can like resize the pockets to fit perfectly your macbook or your ipad things like that in there and so it is stm and they're also like cool looking i like the kind of sporty Mm -hmm. style of Mm -hmm. them i have one of the stm's ipad cases and i like that too and it's a wide they have a wide range of prices too this high-end backpack that Sarah showed me was expensive. It was, I think, like 200 bucks or something. But the STM iPad case that I have is like 20 bucks. Yeah, STM makes really excellent uh, backpacks. I have a couple that fit sort of loosely into category. One that it doesn't quite, I guess it would fit in smart home, but getting a smart plug is, mm. uh, my favorite is Belkin Wemo. Uh, and it's only like I think it's like 25 bucks or something. So it's not crazy. And especially, so it could be a stocking stuffer, especially in the winter. There's a lot of really cool uses. So I have a few of them in my house. One of them I connect to my, um, my Christmas tree so that at night, once I go to bed, it turns off the lights on my Christmas tree. So, it, cause you can have like a, mm. a fire hazard if you don't turn it off, but then it turns it on at a certain time. I have one connected to a um, little heater in my bathroom because my bathroom gets a little cold. So in the morning before I wake up, this heater kicks in. So when I go into my bathroom, it's warm. Uh, the little things in life. It's the li- I love like doing these <laughs> little geeky things. And then I have one set up with a humidifier in my room so that the humidifier turns on at night. So there's a lot of – I like smart home stuff where it's like pretty easy to set up and use, and this falls into that camp. You just set it up, and then you can say, hey, Siri, turn on the humidifier, and it turns on or turn it off or turn on the bathroom heater. So um, that's one. Another category I would say – is charging that I think is worth can make really excellent gifts. Everybody, in my opinion, needs a a, a nice uh, dock for their nightstand or their wherever they charge their devices, so they don't have just this mess of cables. Belkin has a really nice one if they have MagSafe, if they have an iPhone 12 or 13. Uh, if they don't, I like Nomad has a really excellent one with premium leather. Those are kind of my two favorites. Um, do you have a dock that you like? Uh, Belkin, you stole mine. That's yeah. my favorite one right now that has the uh, MagSafe charger, Apple Watch charger, and AirPods charger on the bottom. Yeah, that's the one Don and I are both using right now. Yeah, and it's love really it. awesome. That's really, really nice. Um, yeah, that's the main one. I mean, Nomad has a nice wireless charger, too. Mm-hmm. That's like a nice premium leather look. I like that a lot. Um, 
I'm, we're jumping around, but I did want to throw in too, if you're looking for health related gadgets, I think this would be a good gift is the quad lock. So it has a special case and then it has a bike mount and oh, it yeah. like locks into place. And we, one of our, uh, long distance cyclers in the office swears by it. It's one of the, like it's the highest reviewed too. And so things like that, I think make a really good thoughtful gift. If you, mm-hmm. if you're, you know, person you're buying a gift for, does like biking that also, it's really hard to find a good car mount. Honestly, I have not still found one that I love that much. I so I don't haven't. have a good recommendation, but if you, do you have one you really like? That would be a good gift. But I mean, I know I audi. Car play, then you don't really need it. Yeah, well, even so, it's kind of nice to have it. But yeah, um, I know I audi makes good car mount solutions. So does Skosh. Um, the last one I will throw out there: if you have someone in your life who is not the best at remembering to charge their phone at night, uh, in my opinion, everybody needs a portable battery solution. Mm-hmm. So a couple Anchor has a really nice one that works with MagSafe. Belkin has one that works with MagSafe, um, and Mophie has some solutions. The and if you have, if you don't have MagSafe, uh, it's called MyCharge is my favorite because it has the plug and the cable built in, and it's mm-hmm. a rapid charger. So those are some options there as well for you. We threw out a lot of products. This we was did. a lot. And we're going to link to them all at <laughs> iphonelifecom slash podcast in the show notes. So you can go there to, um, to, you don't have to remember this all <laughs> just listening. <laughs> but if you have got some inspiration and want to go check out and actually buy some of these products, iPhoneLife.com, iPhoneLife.com slash podcast is where you can go. And for our question of the week, let us know what is it that you are looking for this holiday season to buy? Did we mention anything? that you are planning on buying, let us know at podcast at iphonelife.com. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much. And insiders, stick around. We've got bonus content for you.